The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus told his disciples a parable about the necessity for them to pray always without becoming weary. He said, There was a judge in a certain town who neither feared God nor respected any human being. And a widow in that town used to come to him and say, Render a just decision for me against my adversary. For a long time the judge was unwilling, but eventually he thought, While it is true that I neither fear God nor respect any human being, because this widow keeps bothering me, I shall deliver a just decision for her, lest she finally come and strike me. The Lord said, Pay attention to what the dishonest judge says. Will not God then secure the rights of his chosen ones who call out to him day and night? Will he be slow to answer them? I tell you, he will see to it that justice is done for them speedily. But when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth. The Gospel of the Lord. It's a great joy to be here at Most Holy Trinity this morning. As Father Ken said, my name is Father Sean Kilcauley, and I am a member of the class of 1996 here for our reunion weekend. And as I've walked around post for the last couple of days and had lots of flashbacks, some of them positive, some of them traumatic, I've really been filled with gratitude because as I'm sitting here and opening of this Mass, I realized how much my vocation was nurtured here. I had been pretty faithful in my own high school in Michigan, where I grew up, and, and then I came here to West Point, where everything is super busy and stressful and getting hazed all the time. <laughs> we were allowed to do that back then. And then one day I was checking my email and there was an email from the Catholic chaplain inviting us to daily mass. And I had never gone to daily mass before, and, but I had a pastor when I was younger who always sort of preached on going to daily mass. And so I thought, oh, there's daily mass. And so I started getting up at 520 because we weren't allowed to get up earlier than that. And I quickly get ready and then walk from Grant Barracks up here, and I started attending daily Mass. And I have many fond memories of that. I remember one time coming into daily Mass, and Father Wood was in here, and it was really cold winter, and I was the only one that came that day, and I noticed that 
he was still offering mass even though nobody was here. Which sort of inspired a curiosity in me. And it was those many days of going to daily Mass that I grew to know our Lord more intimately. And I really lived in a reality that I wasn't going to be able to get through the day or the week or exams or anything else without our Lord. And so I am filled with great gratitude. In today's gospel, our Lord talks about the necessity of praying always. And when we hear that, especially when we're motivated type A people, like most of us are, we sort of can put it into this category, like, okay, I have to put that in the training schedule. And make sure that, you know, I'm getting my prayers in to, okay, check, I've done that, and now I'm going to go to the next thing, and the next thing, and the next thing, and the next thing. And we can treat it as something we have to do in order to kind of check the box and get it done. I certainly was like that at one point. But when our Lord calls us to persevere in prayer, He's offering it as a response to the fact that we can't get through our lives on our own. That the necessity of praying always is because we need our Lord. And we need our Lord in everything that we do. In the first reading, Joshua goes off to fight in a war and as long as Moses has his hands elevated, He's victorious because he cannot be victorious without our Lord. St. Paul reminds Timothy of the necessity of persevering in prayer in the midst of adversity or in the midst of trial. And so for us too, there's the necessity of relying completely on our Lord. And true conversion of heart means that everything that I do begins with our Lord and it's brought to fulfillment through Him. And so when we consider what does this mean, it's not so much in what we do but it's in entrusting our lives to a merciful love that always accepts and pardons and makes straight the crooked lines of our history. To entrust our lives to our Lord means that we truly learn to pray always. And that prayer can be very simple. It's just as simple as, Jesus, you're invited into my room with me right now. Jesus, you're invited to do my homework with me right now. Jesus, you're invited to spend time with me and my family right now. If you're a mom, Jesus, you're welcome to change this diaper with me right now. <laughs> and when we do that, it makes everything that we do holy. 
and it reminds us that we can do nothing without him. And when we live lives of adversity, we can form that habit, but it is a habit that our Lord calls us to have always. Like this widow that constantly goes to our Lord, or she constantly goes to the judge, and the judge eventually gives her what she wants because of her perseverance. And it was many times as a cadet that I remember praying that way. And in the last few years of my priesthood, I've learned to pray that way even more profoundly. This year, Pope Francis has called this year of mercy. And the year of mercy is a reminder to all of us that conversion begins as we experience our Lord's mercy. True conversion starts when we learn to rely constantly on the love of Christ. And this year of mercy is not yet over. And so it's a time once again to ask ourselves, where is the part of my life that needs the most conversion? What part of my life is it that our Lord wants to transform? Am I impatient with my coworkers? Do I struggle to give my time to my children the way that they deserve? Is there some habitual sin that I'm struggling with? And in those moments, to cry out to our Lord and ask him to transform us with his love. to learn what it truly means that our Lord will always respond to us. And so today, let us pray, especially for continued conversion of our hearts, that we may learn to pray always, and that we may truly surrender our lives to the love of Christ who does indeed make all things new. In a particular way, let us pray for those graduates who are here for their reunion, for all of our friends who are on deployment, that our prayers may sustain them in the midst of their trials and adversities. And we ask that many cadets will come to intimately know our Lord here in this place. And they may glorify him in the way that they live out their daily lives.